You spent a night in jail for punching him. What happened before the punch? How did that even happen? Honestly, I was upset because Mr. Weinberg has been giving me the finger for years before this and years. Who's, but why are people giving each other the finger randomly? Am I the only one who thinks this is nuts? This is the plaintiff, Marvin Weinberg. He says he's been mercilessly harassed in his own neighborhood by the defendants, who constantly taunt him and have made his life miserable for the past eight years. Enough's enough. He can't live like this anymore and is suing for the $10,000 in damages to his self-worth and the car they vandalized. These are the defendants, Richard, Elise, and Matthew Weinstein. Richard says the plaintiff lives 200 feet from their house, and eight years ago, he and the guy got into a fight, and he punched him and had to spend the night in jail over it. Bottom line, they didn't scratch the car. They're the ones being harassed and don't owe him a penny. They're accused of causing problems. The defendants have filed a countersuit for $10,000 for unlawful prosecution and harassment. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Leon is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Mr. Weinberg, uh, you and the Weinsteins are neighbors? No, we're not neighbors. Okay. How is it that you know Mr. Weinstein? I don't know him. Well, you're suing him. I don't, yeah, well, I mean, I know where he lives, right? Okay. And Do you live in the same neighborhood? I, yes, we live up the street from each other. Okay. And apparently about is there some problem, gentlemen? Can you lift your heads? I like to see Sorry. people's eyes when Sorry. we're in the court. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Mr. Weinberg, how is it that uh you and Mr. Weinstein have contact with each other? You live down the block from each other? Yes. All right. Now apparently years ago there was the initial problem between you folks. What was it that happened? Okay, he has been harassing me, giving me the finger. He would make gestures with his arms, trying to intimidate me. And I just got tired of this. So one day, it was six years ago in June of 2014, I gave him the finger as I drove by. He came running up the street. He tried, tried to grab my cell phone, so he, he, was, he wanted to throw it so he would break the phone. And I might have pushed him. I might have—I don't remember what happened exactly. But the next thing I know, I was on the ground, and he was punching me. Now, this man is morbidly obese, and he had pinned my shoulders down, and I tried to throw him off. I couldn't do it, and he just continued to punch me. Now, my face was all swollen, you know, uh, my glasses were mangled, and I told the people who were there, I said, call 911, call 911. And that was, that was the first time that we ever, like, met. But here's what I don't get. 
usually people don't, um, you know, give the finger to each other and punch each other out. There's a problem that happens beforehand. What was the prop? What? Why did that happen? Why were you even giving him the finger? And what? What happened originally? He was just harassing me. He would. He would give How? Me the finger when. I mean, why are people I, giving I, each other? Why are grown men giving each other the finger randomly? <laughs> there had to be an original incident. I, I you you'll have to ask him. I don't know. I will, um, Mr. Weinstein. I mean, what was the original? You spent a night in jail for punching him. What yeah. happened? Before the punch, how did that even happen? Honestly, I was upset because Mr. Weinberg has been giving me the finger for years before this, and years. Who said, but and why years. are people giving each other the finger randomly? Am I the only one who thinks this is nuts? Like know. I'm trying to understand. Judge, I don't know, but I was after I went into jail. I've been leaving him alone. I haven't even gone near him. What he said. No, no. To you, I'm really interested oh. in understanding how why it is that two neighbors who live down the block from each other are randomly giving each other the finger. Why? What was the first thing? I don't know. He's the well, one why? who thought it. So I really don't know. I just didn't like it because my wife and son were outside with me. I thought he was giving either my son, who was at the time in his teens, or my wife, who's a woman. We've had numerous run-ins with each other. Numerous. Just, yeah. Does, does, does anyone yeah. actually remember what caused the run-ins? Or you literally are looking at me and neither of you can remember how it was born. Okay. What happened, you know, maybe that year in 2014 or a year or two before that, I was sitting in the park and he came behind me on a bicycle and he said to me, you can't be here. And I, I, I turned around. I didn't know who this man was. I said, who the hell are you? You know, that was, yeah, I mean, again, but he's been harassing me. He's been, you know, doing all kinds. Of, he scratched my car. He, I had him arrested for assault and battery. I didn't, he didn't have a mark on him. I was the one right. who was aggrieved. Okay, well, he spent a night in jail. What happened with that criminal case? I paid a fine, and that's it. It's been well, no, you oh, pled guilty to a criminal charge, right? Yes, yes, Your Honor. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. I plead yeah. guilty. Yeah, so you have that on your record. So you have a lawsuit, Mr. Weinberg, against all of the Weinsteins, including this is Matthew. You're the son. Yes, I am. And how old are you, Matthew? I'm 23. All right, and you're suing all of them seven thousand dollars for harassment, car scratches. Tell me about the car scratches. Okay, well, first off, you know, when, when he assaulted me, I had an order of protection against him. Now, there was no order of protection. I had walked down the block, and he comes out of his house, and he yells at me, you can't walk here. I, I don't speak to him, because he had assaulted me one time. I don't want to say anything to him, because I don't know what he's capable of doing. Did you ever call the police and say he violated the restraining order? I don't think I did. No, I, I didn't know. Right. Okay. Know Tell me, let's talk about what's happened recently. According to you, all three of them scratched your car because you're suing all three of them. Tell me what happened. Okay. So I have a witness, but the person didn't want to come here. But she stood in front of the sun and he scratched an arrow. 
a shape of an arrow into my trunk. And I'm just, I, I just can't take it anymore. I want, I want this to stop. Take a look at the pictures that are up here. How many times I'm did your car get it. scratched? Um, once in June of 2019, then the arrow on the trunk was done a few months ago. And then Mr. Weinstein found out I was parking my car like seven to eight minutes walking because I didn't want him to you know, do something to my car. Then a, a neighbor of mine and I, we got into an argument and that neighbor, his name is Robert, told Mr. Weinstein where I parked my car. I came out the next day and there were two, you could see the X's that were made on the driver's side. It's in the drive and the yeah. passenger. It's scratched all all over. I mean, it's just I mean, the only thing that they haven't done is the is the hood and the and the and the the, you know, the, the top of the car. Mr. Weinstein. Young Mr. Weinstein. Matthew, oh, yeah. did you okay. scratch yeah. this man's yes, car? Honor. I did not, Your Honor. I did not. There was an incident, however, in front of my grandma's apartment. He came at me and he started threatening my grandma's aide. My grandma has a living aide. And we have a letter from her. You might have a copy of it. I uh, do. She was at the incident, but she couldn't be here because she's off until next this weekend. But that incident, he may be referring to, but I did not touch his car. I, I do not have any intention of doing that. And he. What happened in that incident? Me. Tell me what he said to your mother's aide, your grandmother's aide. He just he started yelling at us, saying we scratched the car, and he was just making us scared. He was, like I said, he threatened my grandma's aide, you know, and he was causing. How did he threaten your grandma's aide? I believe he said he'd go back to Africa because she's African American, and he was. I don't and know. And that's actually in the, the statement that she provided, yeah. correct? Yeah, it is. Yes, ma'am. I read it. Yeah. Did you say that yeah. to his grandmother's aide? Did you tell her to go back to Africa, Mr. Weinberg? No, I did not. No, I did not. Why okay. are you lying? That's a lie. Lie. But you're lying too. Well, you're lying too. I love that. Okay. All right. Um, Mr. Uh, Weinberg, according to you, you feel that Matthew Weinstein did it, but you're still suing mom and dad. I guess for the harassment, not for the damages to the car. I'm not sure. But you say you feel it because a neighbor told you that he saw him do it. Do you have that neighbor yeah. here to testify? Let's hear from the neighbor. No, he's not here. No, he's not here. Okay, he's that's what here. we call hearsay then. It's complete hearsay. So mm -hmm. um, anybody can say somebody saw somebody do something. I have to have a chance to cross-examine that individual. So do you You're have any that? evidence that they are responsible for the scratches. I know you have your suspicions, and I might have suspicions, but suspicions are not the same as proof. Do you have any proof that any of them damage no. your car? No, I don't. I don't Do you people like any. living this way? No, Your Honor, and I want to say something. I recently asked the local police department, my local um, politicians, all of them, if there's something we can do about this whole thing. They asked Marvin, to come and mitigate this whole thing in, mediate. in the police office. Police, mediate, sorry. <laughs> and they, he said no. 
He said no straight up. That actually would be a really good idea. Did the police ever ask you to sit down, Mr. Weinberg, and mediate anything? Yes, they did, but I did not feel comfortable talking to, to him. It was a road rage case, and I, I started to record him. You probably have the video of it. And he just thought it was okay to curse me out and threaten me. I mean, they could hear What him. am I supposed to be seeing here? I, I don't have a picture here right now. I've watched this video, and all I see is that somebody's walking their dog, and um, I don't see a whole lot more than that. Walking and it's just again. you videotaping him across the street. I don't understand what he's doing that's so awful in the videos, Mr. Weinberg. Oh, my battery's going low. Take a second and put a charger. I don't want to end up losing your testimony. Um, I can do it, but I would have to go into the kitchen. Okay. Um, Mr. Weinstein, explain something to me. According to Mr. Weinberg, there was a note left on your car, and he's, here's a picture of it that says, car is monitored by camera, so smile yes. and see you in jail. When did you put right. that on your car? It's been there for years. So, How many years? Yes. Why would you have that uh, on your car? Yes, because somebody slashed my tires. Okay? I'm not claiming anybody. I'm not saying it's Marvin. I didn't say anybody. I got a police report. Bang, boom, I got my money back. Oh, they gave you money to repair your tires? Yes. Yes, the city of New York. Oh, you got to love New York. Okay, so go yes. on. <laughs> Mr. Weinberg, every time that you had a confrontation with him, you would write a poem about it. Is that correct, Mr. Weinberg? Yes, that is correct. And you have submitted into evidence many of your poems, but they're laced with so much profanity, it's kind of hard for me to pick one to read. Uh, well, Let's try this one. Wait. <laughs> to tape him said needed his permission. Back then, lie to provoke me didn't work. Recording me, not awkward position, a goal for me to make him go berserk. An idiot. Time for me to annoy. A decade of pain, my turn to destroy. I think that you have fun with this. That's what I think. I think you do too, <laughs> Mr. Weinstein, to some extent. No. I don't think you no, should. I, I think you're making no, each I, other's I, lives miserable. <laughs> Mr. Weinstein, you have a counterclaim against Mr. Weinberg. Tell me about your counterclaim. Um, well, this harassment has gone on too long, okay? Um, a year after I got arrested, um, I was sitting outside with a friend of mine. Mr. Weinberg called the police on me and told them I had a gun. Now, this person I was sitting with was an off-duty cop. So when the police came with 20 cars, I wasn't arrested because I don't have a gun. I never owned a gun. And I don't know why he called the police. And I asked the police to make an arrest for false, you know, whatever they call that. Because that was really ridiculous to make all the police come and from And why didn't they? They didn't, though, I don't did know. No, Your Honor. Oh, you know they didn't. Here you are sitting with an off-duty cop who was with you the whole time, who knows it's a lie, and yet they didn't file a false police report on him? No. I don't know why. Right. He doesn't know why. Listen to me, There's gentlemen. No I'm done. I can't help okay. you because no one can help you if you guys don't want to help yourselves, Okay. Mr. Weinberg, yes, I cannot possibly order Mr. Weinstein and his son and his wife to pay you 10 grand because someone told you the son did something and you guys keep shooting birds at each other.
and dislike each other. And Mr. Weinstein, I cannot order Mr. Weinberg to pay you $10,000 for harassment either. You guys don't have proof of anything other than your incessant, petulant, childlike whining, which I, how is a judge gonna sit here and figure out who owes who what for which finger that you gave each other? I, you can't prove he damaged your vehicle, and you have a fight with another neighbor, so who knows who damaged your vehicle, but certainly you can't prove all three of them did, and you have zero proof to present to me that the son did. So, you know, you come to court, you make your own lives miserable, and you're calling the cops on each other constantly. The cops have probably thrown their hands up. I, I, don't, I don't know what you guys think you can achieve here in this court, but as for you, Mr. Weinberg, in your case against them, I find insufficient proof. And Mr. Weinstein, in your case against Mr. Weinberg, I also find insufficient proof. But let me give you guys a word of advice. This is the kind of thing that I later read about in the papers, you know? How about if everybody just leaves everybody else alone and there's no more fingers and there's no more yelling and there's a little peace because you guys are a little gray in the temple to be behaving like children like you are. Thank you, Your Honor. Well, one can't help but think this is a new version of the Hatfield and McCoy's dispute. It's amazing. They both got a lecture from the judge. Let me talk to you, Mr. Weinberg, first. Uh, you failed in your lawsuit. You don't get anything. Do you think coming to court has going to do anything to help? Well, I have, I have, you know, scratches that, that in June of 2019 cost me $1,000. I had an estimate done. I mean, I don't have any video, but the cops do say they know that he did it. They have, I have no proof, but it's only logical that he's the one who's doing it. Let's go to Mr. Weinstein. Let me ask you, what do you think can be done to bring this madness to an end? I have left him alone for years, Doug. I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing anything to him. Right. I, his end, his end, is, who knows, but we, we're just living our lives. We're, we're, we're living our own lives, minding our own business. It's up to him what he wants to do. do the same. Yeah. Okay, very good. All right, well, what an, what an amazing dispute. Unbelievable. A feud, really, not dispute. Let's see what the judges have to say. Here's another version now, another session of After the Verdict. Watching you try to sort this out and untie this knot and figure out where the truth lies took me back to a few civil cases that I sat in where I just was wishing that there were surveillance cameras out there taking it all in. And this case came to us from Queens. Yes, it did. Which is your old stomping That's grounds, right, Astoria. Right? From the time you were born until you were seven years old, you Eight. were in yep. Astoria, right? Yep. yep. I got to uh, tell you, no, we did not walk around shooting birds at each other's neighbors. It was. Uh, it wasn't something. I just, you know, you know, neither one. The fact that neither one of them can tell me what the first problem was. Oh my god! It was just that makes it sound toxic. like the Hatfields and the McCoys. It's just toxic testosterone. Everybody, nobody likes how the other person's looking at right. them or looking. No it's crazy. The tiger wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, I'm a registered domestic partner. Uh, but the guy's family it does not like me. He says the house is going to be mine when I die. Do I have a legal right to the house? The answer is no, unless this is in a will or a trust that gives you the house. His word is not going to get you that house. It's got to be in one of those two documents. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom.
Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Sue Newsath. She says she sold two Prada bags to the defendant, and the woman complained about them, so she gave her a refund. She also stole the bags from her because she never sent them back. This woman needs to be taught a lesson. That's why she's suing her for the $207.50 she's owed. This is the defendant, Sharita Dillbridge-Smith. She says the metal piece on one of the straps was broken off, so she emailed the plaintiff who told her to take it to a Prada store near her to get it fixed. Well, there are no Prada stores near her. eBay told her she was given a refund, and the items did not need to be returned, so she donated them. End of story. She is accused of poor Prada practices. All parties, please your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff sold the defendant a brand new Prada bag, but when it arrived, it was broken. Now, the plaintiff refunded the defendant's well, money, but the defendant won't send the Prada bag back. It's the case of poor Prada practices. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Ms. Newsath, you were selling on eBay what? Two Prada bags, it was a set. And what kind of bags, nylon bags? Yes. And uh, you end up selling it to Ms. Delbridge-Smith for $232.50? Yes. And then what happens? Um, she left positive feedback, Your Honor. It says, this is an awesome seller. Love the delivery of the items. Thanks. Then about 10 days later, I get an email from her. She says, hi, I'm the person that bought the Prada black nylon trim carry-on travel bag and gym set. I'm leaving for out of town tomorrow and I'm packing using the travel carry-on and it's broken. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the description states that the bags was never used, just missing the tags. I provided pictures. Please advise. Thanks. All right. And the picture was of a broken buckle? Yes. She sent multiple pictures of her on the same thing. It was a metal piece on the strap of the larger bag. Okay. And then what happens? Um, I addressed her the following morning. I responded, hello, Miss Sharita. Of course I re remember the nice Prada set. So you're having problems with the carry-on part? I never got to use it. I wonder if it could be fixed. I know you said your trip is this weekend. No time. I would like to offer a partial refund for the strap to get fixed when you return. $25. If you're okay with that, I'll send it via PayPal. So and what happened? Did she that. was she okay with it or no? She wrote you back that she was not okay with a partial refund that she wanted a complete refund, correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, after I sent her the partial refund, she did respond sometime after that. She said, "I do apologize. I'm mid travel. I didn't want a partial refund. I was returning both items for a full refund, including shipping." And what do you tell her? No. 
No, I did not tell her no. You uh, never tell her no. In fact, what you do is you end up putting the money back in her PayPal account and you send her a return slip so that it won't cost her anything to return the purchase. That's correct. So, Ms. Delbridge-Smith, why didn't you return the purchase? Well, I, again, I was in mid-travel when I was getting these emails from her. Okay, but that's we're ta that I was months ago. Okay, when I got the notification from um, eBay that I received the refund, and it also states on my email that I did not have to return these items. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't have to return them. It's on my email from eBay when they told me that I had Why would you refund, not have to so... return items if you got a complete refund? Let's look at the email from eBay. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. No well, sense at all. eBay, and I kind of went by that. Well, let's... Uh, oh, yeah, so I... you thought it would be okay to completely nail her? To take her money and her bags? You thought it would be okay because a third party tells you that. I mean, why isn't there a moral compass inside that tells you to, to return them? She couldn't have made it easier for you. Let's see the eBay message. You have accepted the partial refund for Prada black nylon leather trim carry-on travel bag weekender and gym set two. And the seller has refunded you $207.50. Why was it $207.50? Because you had already refunded the 25? That's correct. So you, let's just be clear about something. You had already received 25 and then you received the additional 20750. That's the total amount you were out. Yes or no? Well, I didn't Ms. know Delbert that Smith. I received the 25. I got notified. Well, you have the PayPal account and they notify you every time money comes in. So I am but asking I you the following question. At the end of the day, you were refunded 23250 completely, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And you have, were able to pull back somehow the 25, which is why you're only suing for the 207 and 50 in this lawsuit. Correct, Ms. Nusa? Okay. Yes. And eBay did not resolve your dispute. You resolved your dispute. Correct, Ms. Nusa? Right. So eBay has no business saying uh, you don't have to return the item unless what they thought, and I think this is what they thought, that she just got a partial refund. And so, you know, cause they didn't realize that you had sent the 25 before. And so they're thinking this was how you guys were. So I don't care what eBay thought, but you know who's gonna chase eBay and complain to eBay? You, Ms. Delbridge Smith, not you, Ms. Newsat, because this is completely inappropriate that you both keep the bags Get a return slip and get all of your money back. Where are the bags now? What'd you do with the bags? Well, I did put in there that I donated them. I just gave them to one of the ladies that was traveling with me because, no, I was not in the process of getting bags fixed, and it should have been fixed, but I felt like that her description of the bags was totally deceitful because if you look at the Well, and of you the have bags, a remedy for that, and that is to get your money back, which you did. But then you get this nonsensical email from eBay saying you don't have to return the money, which, or you don't have to return the bag, probably because 207 wasn't the full amount. So they have a form email that they send out to people. I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is because the law is very clear. You have to return the bags. 
And if you don't return the bag because you gave them away, then you got to pay that lady. Because you're not entitled to both. Uh, eBay them. told me that I didn't have to return. I don't them. care. Go tell eBay. You go tell eBay that you have a problem with Judge Million. Because let me tell you what isn't happening under my watch. You are not going to take advantage of this wrong email that eBay sends you. Now, if you had resolved the dispute through eBay, I would look at you and say eBay's your agent. But you didn't eBay encourages people to resolve the disputes among themselves. And you actually, Ms. Newsett, resolved it among yourselves. You immediately no, folded and sent her everything. $207.50, Ms. Delbridge-Smith. Have you ever watched my show? I've been on the air 20 years. Have you ever yes, watched the People's Court? You know I'm I not going to tolerate this. I don't want to live in a planet where that would be fair. You know that, right? $207.50, verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you. Well, the plaintiff seems excited that she won. She's going to get the $207 back. Let's talk to Ms. Delbridge-Smith. Ma'am, it's obvious you are going to have to pay the money because you said you donated the bags. You don't have them anymore, do you? No, I don't. Uh, I actually just gave them to someone that was traveling with me. I was not into getting used bags, her this. Her descriptions of the bags was deceitful to begin with because they was actually used bags. Okay, well, the judge disagrees with you. You do have to pay for it. Anyway, let's talk to Ms. Newsath, who is, I think you're kind of excited you're going to get your money back. You heard the defendant. Yes. She thinks they weren't new. The, the bags weren't new. Were they? They were a gift from my ex. They had been sitting around in my closet. I never got to travel. And during this pandemic, you couldn't go anywhere. So I, I sold them, and they were not defective, as she said. So you just hadn't used them, that's all. They weren't brand new. They were unused, let's put it that way, okay? All right, well, anyway, congratulations. I hope you're time. satisfied. Thank you. Okay? Thanks. You're very welcome. All right, that's an interesting case involving eBay in the middle of it. Let's see what the judges have to say. Another session now of After the Verdict. I, I have a feeling we're going to see Ms. Delbridge-Smith with the Prada Weekender back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm, I'm, the charitable view might be to say, well, she thinks maybe eBay was still going to compensate the seller or I something. I don't know. Through and she protocol. said, I, I don't, donated them. I don't, and her answer to complaint right. I just said that. Uh, I gave it to a friend. I'm like, what? I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think she was really trying to grift it. But you look at this, and there's a way to resolve the dispute through eBay. And if you do it through the eBay guidelines, you might not have to return the bag, like they said. But this was resolved independently of the eBay It was. Right? And see, eBay has its rules, which say to both seller and buyer, you have to abide by our rules. Right. And so if you have a dispute and the dispute is resolved by eBay, you can't thumb your nose at eBay. Right. You, you're going to have to be it. bound by But, Absolutely. you know, do you get your advice from eBay? No, no. I, I don't look to decide what's right or wrong from eBay guidelines. Right. But, you know, hey, look. It was the right decision. I agree. At the end of the day, it's a ruling you can be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Julie wants to know this. Hey, Harvey. My son-in-law lives in Florida. His former employee is holding his last paycheck for no reason. Should he hire an attorney to get his money, or is there another way without having to go to court? So there are a lot of states that have labor commissions. And you can go to the labor commission, especially if you are owed wages that your employer is not paying, and they can then they can tell the employer you've got 30 days to pay up. And if they don't pay up, they can order that the employer pay you money 
plus penalties. That will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case inside the courtroom. These are the plaintiffs, Kenneth and Debbie Gloud. Debbie says they purchased an elliptical exercise machine from the defendant, who advertised it as being a 2018 model. Turns out the thing was a 2011 model. They were grossly overcharged and lied to and want their money back. The stubborn defendant refuses to listen to reason, and they're here suing for the return of the $450 they're most definitely owed. This is the defendant, Linda Wilson. She says the plaintiffs came to her house. They tried the machine out. Everything was working perfectly, and they purchased it. She doesn't know what happened, but they did an abrupt about-face and want to return the thing six hours after leaving with it. Maybe it didn't fit in their house. But what she does know is she's not returning their money because a sale is a sale. She's accused of exercising her rights. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs say they were misled because they thought they were buying a 2018 elliptical machine, and it turned out to be a 2011 model. Now, the defendant says that they tried the machine, they liked it, and then she got sued. It's the case of exercising her rights. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Mr. and Mrs. Glad, tell me what happened. I saw an ad on Facebook Marketplace for a sole E25 elliptical. Uh, mine, I have an elliptical and mine was broken, so I was looking for a, a better one. So I contacted um, it, Mrs. Wilson through Facebook Marketplace and she told me that it was a 2018, that was worth a couple thousand dollars, it had all the bells and whistles, it had never been used. And uh, my husband went to pick it up at her son's house because it was his ellipt elliptical. And um, he brought it home and it, it doesn't even work. The tension doesn't work on it. it. It just doesn't work. I mean, I try to adjust the tension and I just keep getting an error message. Did anybody try it out when you bought it? No. Why not? That's what you should do. Well, I've never been on an elliptical in my life, so if I was to get on it, I wouldn't know what to do with it if I did. <laughs> so anyway, we both All right, Ms. it. Ms. Gloud, let me ask you a question. You have other complaints besides that it doesn't work. That it doesn't work was the last thing you complained about. What was the first thing you complained about to her? Welcome back to the People's Court. So is this legit that the plaintiffs thought they were buying a two-year-old elliptical when it was actually eight years old? Let's find out. We'll go back into the courtroom. When I got it home, I was trying, like, it didn't come with a manual, so I was, I took off the cover and I took a picture of, like, the label that's on it to figure the out. The serial like, number and model up. number? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a 2011, not a 2008. Okay. Like she told me. And Ms. Wilson, so what's going on with this item, this elliptical? Okay. I uh, put it on Facebook Marketplace for my son. He said it was a 2018 purchase in 2018, never used, which it wasn't. I did try, I tried to use it before I put it on for sale to make sure everything worked, and everything worked. There was nothing wrong with it. They came. Well, they if it's a 2011, it. there's something wrong with it because she well, says to you, is this available? And you say yes. 
Are you yes. interested, you ask? She, her first question, how old is it? You say, never been used, 2018 bought. She says, it's a little more than I was planning to spend. You say, 500 and it's yours. It's worth a couple of thousand. All the bells and whistles. Yep. She offers you 450, you say, okay. And hunky-dory. Then when she picks up the machine, she says, this machine isn't a 2018, it's a 2011. I never would have paid $450 for an 11-year-old machine. This is a total misrepresentation, and I want my money back. And your answer is, I have nothing to do with this. No refund. You didn't have to take it. Now, goodbye. What? <laughs> yeah, well, she didn't, she didn't have to take it. It's like going Yeah, to but she took it based on a lie. Because you told her it was a 2018, it. and it turns out it's a 2011. But I didn't know that, and so I'm not misrepresenting. Well, that's fine. If you didn't, didn't know, know it, then you say, I'm so very sorry, Ms. Glaude. I didn't mean to misrepresent. Please, uh, we will go pick it up from you, and I'll give you back your money immediately. That's what someone who doesn't know does. They don't say, hey, you took it, which is what you're saying. I mean, come that's on. I How think. is that appropriate? You can't just say, it's a pot of gold, and then give someone a plate of broccoli. That's not allowed. She's right. It's completely illegal. And I'm ordering you to return the $450. You can make your own arrangements to go pick up that elliptical. If you don't make your own okay. arrangements to go pick up that elliptical, in the next seven days, I'm going to deem it abandoned. And you guys can do with it, with it what you want. Just put it out for the trash if you want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but don't sell don't it to anybody it else. Okay. No, I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, well, you got to give them back their money. You don't want it back, but you got to give them back okay. their money. You don't get to say to them, hey, too bad you didn't have to take it. <laughs> That's not permissible, Ms. Wilson. Come on. Okay. $450. Verdict for the plaintiff. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Ms. Wilson, what do you think about that? Are you going to go pick it up? Well, you got to give her her money no. back. No. No, we're not going to pick it up. She can do what she wants with it. It's too big, and it's really, no thank you. Do you think it's possible that your son used it and, and that it really wasn't working for him? I mean, why wasn't he selling it? Why were you selling it for him? I said that I would put it on Facebook Marketplace. I have really good luck selling th most things. <laughs> I don't have problems. Okay, well, it didn't work out for you this time. Sorry about no, that. No, it did you, not. Uh, you lose the case. All right. Mr. Ms. Gloud, I guess you're happy, and it was worth filing the lawsuit, wasn't it? Absolutely. What are you going to do with it? We're going to have to have our son come help us bring it to the dump. Live and learn. There you go. Live and learn. All right. If you get a new one, be careful. Don't fall off. All right. Thank you very much. That'll wrap up the case. Let's go now for another session of After the Verdict with the judges. Marilyn, as I listened to the facts of this case, I was kind of torn between um, I throw in my pen at the <laughs> plaintiffs and said, why didn't you test it before you took off with it, before right. you bought it? And then, of course, on the other hand, you've got a really material misrepresentation Absolutely. about... Nobody wants to pay that kind of money for a machine no. that they find out is eight years older. Yeah, that's, that's definitely no good. But I, I, I loved hearing the, the defendants say, oh, I have a lot of luck on Facebook Marketplace. No kidding! <laughs> you know, if you're going to be lying about what the stuff is, right, you're going to get right. great prices well, for garbage. 450 bucks for this thing. It's a 10-year-old stepper. You'd have to pay somebody to take it away. It's, yeah. They're yeah. not easy to lift up. No, no. So, oh well. It's headed to the dump. So Maria wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, I have a will. Do I also need to have a living trust to avoid probate? I just have my house to leave my daughter. Okay, well, look, 
Uh, you don't need a trust, but trusts can save you money, especially in taxes after you die or the person you leave money to. Um, and so trusts are a good thing. Uh, the problem is I can't tell you your circumstances. You really should at least have a consultation with an estate planning lawyer. Um, they will steer your right. Uh, we will see you next time.